Good morning and welcome to Kickstart 2020. Today's a very special day for me. Saturday, the 18th of January is the birth date of my eldest daughter, Sophia. So before we go any further, Sophia, daddy loves you and have a happy birthday. Happy birthday, Sophia. Happy birthday. Um, I'm joined as ever by my partners in crime, Luke St. Clair and Stephen Brown. And we mentioned yesterday that today's guest is Matt Nickel of Nickel & Co. Good morning, Matt. Good morning. Matt is somebody that I look up to uh, hugely within the industry. Uh, gone from, I think, uh, a single office uh, uh, 10 years ago, 12 years ago, into uh, what can only be described as a powerhouse now. In fact, we were just talking off air, and um, uh, over the festive period, I think he's recruited another two and has a concierge client service center, uh, which is something that he may touch on later. But Matt is uh, going to uh, basically share his story and explain his three top tips to becoming a uh, market leading agent in his or your town. Um, Matt, fire away. Yeah, um, so yeah, thank you for the opportunity guys and, and well done for everything you did last year. I can't wait to listen to all the podcasts this year as well. Um, so for me, I've, I kind of got to the point where I've built a business. I've got a brilliant number two. Um, I've got a good ops director to look after the sales team um, and look after the numbers. So, so my focus is really more about the culture within the company. Um, so top tip number one for me, I think would be if you are a director to really focus on the culture, the numbers will come. I think make sure you've got the team all pushing in the right direction. Um, I'm pleased to say we've got everyone in the right seat now. It's been a, been a process to get there, but it's a really pleasant position to be in to say, just to ensure that we work very hard on that culture um, and that everyone is striving for the same results. Um, bit of a selfish one, but for me, I'm gonna to continue to learn myself. Uh, Cause I think if you are a director of a company that you need to be learning new skills and progressing um some of the things that i do now i would never have dreamed of doing in my initial years of setting up because i was always on the front line always out in the mas um doing the negotiations but now having the opportunity to to invest a bit of time in myself do a bit of reading um listen to some great podcasts um and uh, and, and and listen to some good good books as well on audible um, i think that's very important and then probably the other thing that i think comes from employing the services of people like Stephen or the Troy Malcolm Masterclass that's coming up, but really training the staff and developing their ability because the business needs to continue and work without me always in the room. Um, and I think that's the important thing that I've got a team that have developed. It's um, probably a skill set that I, I've kind of bought into the company and, and I've always used myself, but they've developed it and, and, and brought their own nuances into it and, um, and worked that way. So. Those are probably my focus is a bit more on the staff than, than, than anything else. It's not, it's not about the numbers, but um, yeah, I think that's important to us going forward this year. Um, so, so Matt, I, one of the common themes from our Kickstart 2020 is obviously if, if, if you want to be the cheapest agent, that's fine, but you can't invest in training if you're the cheapest agent. Um, what's, how does that picture look like at Nickel & Co when it comes to what, what do you see is see as being ideal for kind of training program for your colleagues throughout the course of the year? Um, I'm getting led by my managers who are obviously with their team. So they are getting feedback in, in regular one-to-ones. They're one-to-ones every month with their staff. Um, and they're asking the teams what they actually want to help help with. Um, when it comes to training, it's normally one-on-one. -on -one. So, you know, no, no pressure of being in a big room where you kind of make comments or ask questions that you think are silly. Um, We've invested heavily in making sure we've got the right space. We've got taken on some extra 
space in our um, in Worcester next to our Worcester office. So we've got the, the room that we can kind of break out into and really spend some time, spend a lot of time listening to calls. And I think that's been a, a good development of staff as well, that we can kind of listen to calls and go through it. Um, I, I don't think you can cap what you're going to spend on training um, in terms of, of what you're going to put towards someone's development. We've got people that want to get the, you know, all of training and all that kind of stuff as well. And we're, and we're happy to back that. I think that's very important. If there is going to be regularization coming in, um, in our industry, I think it's good to be ahead of the game on that one. Um, in terms of fees, yeah, we've never been the cheapest. It's, it's never been our battle, to be honest. We, we, we recognise that some people do want to do that, and that's that's brilliant for them. But um, if, they, if they want to have the service that we can offer, then they've got to pay the pay the fee, unfortunately, and, uh, and, and, and it's worth every penny. Matt, one of the things that is very clear as you know i'm connected with several of your staff following the troy malcolm event last year on linkedin and one of the things that is very very apparent and 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 i and part of the reason i respect you so greatly is the culture you have within your team and the respect that you have for your team and and how you focus on them you know it's not you know you're not the big cheese sat in the ivory tower creaming your dividends every year you really do care um, about every single person within your organization. Um, and it was no surprise to me that number one on your list was culture. Um, talk to me about the Nicol and Co culture, um, how you've developed that and, and, and the importance to you. Well, we are, we're two offices. So unfortunately that can sometimes get a bit kind of segregated if you, if you don't get to see each other. So regular quarterly um, awards and stuff like give everyone the opportunity to meet with each other. Um, drinks on a Friday night are always quite an important one, um, but but I think it's it's that for, for me, all sharing ideas, all being amongst each other's um, events and, and, and plans and what people are up to. Our plans and goals, I think, is one of our big things. So I'm in the process um, this week coming up where I'll sit down and go through each person's plans and goals. Um, a lot of people have got kind of health on their mind and they want that kind of thing. So if we can bring in some events that will support them with that. So I'm going to try and do a half marathon. We've got wolf runs planned, um, all those kind of items that, 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 bring, that bring the team together. It's not just about the 8.30 to 5.30 grinding out a result. It's, um, it's about you know, bringing everyone together and, and, and sharing a few moments with each other. Um, just on plans and goals, if anybody, any listeners wants a plans and goals sheet for 2020, please get in contact and I will um, send one over to you. Yeah, really? and I'm using your sheet still, Stephen. So, yeah, uh, I know. I noticed that. I noticed <laughs> that. I've changed it into my fonts, but that's the only thing that I've, um, <laughs> I've changed. <laughs> no, it's brilliant. Well, if it's not broke, don't fix it. That's the thing. So, um, no, my, my, my guys, the first time they came into it, they asked what, what BHAG was, and I said you should have really researched that before you came into this meeting. But, um, yeah, now they know what a big, hairy, audacious goal is. And, um, and, and, yeah, it's great. It's great to hear what they're up to. I love it as well. I mean... We're friends outside of work as well. I follow her on social media. It's nice to see some of the things they're putting out on their social media, much like I am with mine, is them achieving their goals. So when I go for a 5K or a 10K run, it's, it's really that bit of a to say, I said I was going to try and lose some weight, so I'm doing it. So um, when I've got staff showing images of their um, their daughter holding up um, swimming certificates, and it was a daughter that hadn't swam for, for, you know, she couldn't get in the water or anything like that, it's, it's really quite touching to be involved with. So, um, yeah, it's fantastic. The culture at Nickel & Co. is one that should be revered within the industry and, and, and admired and looked up to because you, you know, you, you, your team, uh, I see them in the office at 7 o'clock 
7.30. I see them in their late finishes. I know that you've posted a couple of times, you know, sort of a sneaky picture from the desk and you've got, you're surrounded by staff and it's like eight o'clock and they're still willing to be there. And I think, you know, if you look around the country at the moment, there are people that are just going in there doing the nine to five daily because it's a salary and it's a, you know, income at the end of the month. But that, that is as far removed from what you have at uh, Nickel & Co as, as, uh, as it could possibly be, isn't it? Like you say, you've got your team bonding. and Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's not for everyone. It's, it's, it's a tricky thing because people have lives outside of work. I fully appreciate that. But, you know, it's no different to you, Andy, as a, as a manager, what you give in your business. Um, it, it, should, it should be respected and rewarded and, and, and it is it is lovely to see when staff and it you know it's, it's led by the managers it's, it's it's great to have that kind of that drive from management that that, that will go in early will stay late I've, scott my sales manager in the worcester office um he was in the alarm got um unset disarmed last week and he was in on sunday he went in did three hours on sunday you just think you know that's that's the way i would work it's my business though like but that's that's lovely to have that from your sales managers yeah, absolutely. But you've developed and harnessed that culture where that you know there is the reward and there is the, you know, it's not it's not expected with you. And and I think that when you give, and we were talking about this on yesterday's episode, when you give, 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 it is okay to take back. And and and, and you know, your take is is them giving back to you because you're do, you're doing the training and the development. You're doing, you know, you're you're interested not only in their business life but enhancing their personal lives as well. So that's why you end up with that camaraderie. Um, and, uh, you know, you, you, you do invest in them. I think it's, you know, you've got a f- formidable business, um, and, um, you know, it, it's, it's great. Any agents out there, um, you know, hit Matt up on LinkedIn, um, head over, see what the culture is all about. I, I know that you've recently, um, uh, promoted the operations director. I uh, reached out to him on LinkedIn and said, um, congratulations. And, you know, the, the, the stuff that came back and he's just a massive advocate of, of you and, and, and the, the whole philosophy around Nickel and Co. And I think you've, you, you've got that culture and, and everybody's bought into it. So three great top tips there from Matt Nickel of Nickel and Co. this morning. We'll be back tomorrow, um, Sunday, um, to, uh, to, to discuss again. So from all of the podcast team at here, Stephen, Luke, myself, and Matt. Thanks for Thank listening. Thank you. And happy Thank birthday, you. Sophia.